Hey everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's a certain freedom in being a human being when you get reminded that you're a human being. It's like hitting your head on a card door. There's a recentering that happens that just, yeah, you spend a few seconds going, ah, that hurts and son of a bitch and, you know, and smacking your car. Why? Don't know. Must be the car's fault. But then you have this moment of clarity where you're brought back to center. And I, I've honestly laughed during that period where it's just like, okay, I'm a human being. I fucked up and I hit my head. And it reminds you of so many different things because I always figured things happen to show you something. And a perfect example, I was once at a funeral, a family funeral, and I was, it was for my, I believe my great-grandmother. There were te- tears leaking down my face. I was just in a bad place. I was, I was real emotional. This was a woman who meant a lot to me. And one of my great uncles came up and he put his hand on my shoulder and he says, think about what a rotten bastard you would be if you weren't crying right now. That happened 40 years ago and I still remember it with complete clarity today. That's what you hope the wisdom moments in your life are like. It's like when I was about nine, my father said to me, if you... If you are ever hesitant to look me in the face and tell me something you're up to because it would embarrass you, you probably shouldn't be doing it. And sure enough, it was, it, it, that has gotten me through so many things in life. I passed that along to my kids, and at one time or another, both of them have parroted it back to me. And I get the feeling that's what true wisdom does. It doesn't matter how long ago it happened, it stays in your head. And his other advice was, whatever is the easiest thing to fix, check that first. He was talking about cars, so if the car won't start, check the battery. If the battery's fine, check the gas. You wouldn't believe how many times that's the issue. But that also works with computers, children, relationships, jobs. It's like whatever's the biggest, easiest problem to fix, check that first. Because if nothing else, you may find another problem. Or you may be able to solve the whole thing with just that one quick check-in. But it is odd. We, sometimes the hardest person you can have that rides your ass worse than anybody is yourself. And I think that's possibly what makes Facebook so popular. Facebook is a, a place where not many people like themselves. They present this false image of how incredible their life is on Facebook. And Instagram's the same, Snapchat, TikTok. It shows these incredible wisdom things and beautiful people and great settings. And it's like, that's not really how life was. You just showed us a picture of you on the beach in Cancun. But that was also the, the trip where you found out your girlfriend was cheating on you and that you may or may not have gonorrhea. And by the way, she's pregnant and it might be your brother's. And it's just, but you showed that one second of the vacation where everything was stellar. And that's what everybody else sees, including you. So now you look back on that trip, and why didn't the trip measure up to that picture? And that's where you start hammering on yourself. Now myself, I've been so lucky to have been a complete scumbag in my younger days. Lived my 20s like a dog. And yet, got married, had kids. The marriage didn't work out. The kid sure as hell did. And... I find myself at a point in life now where I've never been so creative 
as I am at this point in terms of just, I write a lot, I'm doing podcasting, I'm working on a book, I'm doing all this stuff that makes me feel really good because this is what I love to be doing. And yeah, I do something else to pay the bills, but even that doesn't bum me out. I like what I do. I won't go into details because you never shit where you eat. But I'm thankful that they say karma is a bitch. And I always think of karma as a lazy bitch who doesn't hold her own weight because sure as hell, the most evil of people rarely get what they got coming. Well, that's me. I'm kind of that rotten, evil person. And it never happened. But that's okay. And I look at it this way, that if you roll everything together in terms of who deserves what, who got what, who, who still has this coming, and you roll it all together and you have the same odd set of circumstances that leads us to today's episode, try not to bleed on today's Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's a moment of clarity that comes to you the second you mistakenly slice into your hand with an exacto blade. It's like a winto green lifesaver. The first few seconds are cool and almost refreshing. And then your mind and body plays catch up with the situation and your hand is now on fire. And the word fuck becomes involved many times. You spend the next five to ten minutes doing two things at once. The first thing is stop the blood flow. That tells you how bad it is. If it overwhelms the paper towel and begins dripping on the floor within seconds, you're screwed. Now, have you ever tried to get blood out of fresh carpeting or high-low shag? That's a nightmare. Plus, it's also a big indicator whether you need to go to the ER. Mainly because if you lose too much of the red go-go juice, you fall over and die. The second thing you do is wonder, oftentimes out loud, how you could be that stupid. Because it's never your proudest moment. Now, thankfully, I was sober. Being sober means that my mother will not tisk tisk me and, and tell me, well, that's what you get when you're drinking. Like it's a choice anybody would make, sober as a judge or drunk as a low hand. Sidebar, by the way, that's pretty shit-faced to judge by the news and the eyewitness reports. That's like one step away from being like stomach-pumped type danger. But I digress. Luckily, I managed to stop the blood flow, and the edges of the cut came together without having to mess with any self-doctored crazy glue closures, because it sure would suck to end up in the emergency room to get stitches and have my crazy glued fingers cut off of the wound. I got trouble enough. Plus, property management company that handles my house just had the place tented for fumigation. I mean, I don't notice any buggage going on. Is buggage a word? But evidently, the gentleman who lives in the house behind was watching termites flying around his living room and threatened a lawsuit. So in perfect knee-jerk fashion, they decided to tent the house. Not a bad idea. I never notice things till they get out of hand, so these could be serious life-threatening, life-and-health-threatening buggage going on. I might never notice. So let's destroy the illegal house guests before they get any more comfy than they already are. But for a few days, I'm a gypsy. And a wounded gypsy now. But such is life. 
And if that is as difficult as life gets in the next few months, my life is a fucking cakewalk. Trust me on this one. I'm one of those people that, for some god-awful reason, people tell me their problems. I'm like a bartender in a really good bar that you tell your troubles to just without the alcohol. Plus, there's a chance that I will change your name and put your situation on the podcast. And when that one backfires on me, it's never pretty. But there are those out there, while you may not suspect it, that have an incredibly hard road. I mean, we're talking Jerry Springer during Sweeps Week type hard road. So, me, I try not to bitch. I didn't say I was successful, and the key word there is try. But, now that my hand has stopped bleeding, it's time for coffee. Coffee.